everybody. Before we dig into today's podcast, I hope everyone is doing well. Artists, photographers, neon makers, vendors, shop owners. If you just love neon and if one day you hope to own your own sign, whoever you are, I hope you're all okay during these trying times. Number two is our merch. If you ever wanted to wear something with the intent to feature neon front and center, it's online. Hit merch on the main nav on the site and so on. And last, text us, 917-565-9616. Love to hear from the community, general thoughts, musings, and or whoever we should have on the show. Whatever it is, hit us up, and here is your podcast. Welcome to the Mondo Neon Show. Argon, neon, helium, xenon, krypton. Transform and roll out. Mondo Neon Show. It's Max, and I'm with Maria and Sofia. They're from Sonion, uh, out in, Argent- in Buenos Aires, Argentina. I really appreciate you guys coming on the show. Thank you for, for being a part. Thank you for being on. Okay, hi. <laughs> hey. So, uh, Marie is a, a neon maker. She is someone who bends a lot of glass and has studied and, and worked on neon. Um, I have to ask, like, what is Argentina like? Like, our listeners are from all over the, all over the country, mostly the United States, but I... I always try to show people from who make this stuff, who follow Mondo about the other places that neon is made. And is this, you know, what is your unique story? Like how, how did you get started in making glass and in building uh, a company in Argentina who makes signs? Um, yo empecé con el neon hace siete años. So, uh, okay. Hi, I'm Sophie and I'm going to help Maria. Uh, she started with Neon seven years ago. En primero estuve trabajando como asistente de diseñadora y, y de todo tipo de tareas en un taller muy conocido de acá, de Buenos Aires. So she started seven years ago and she started as an assistant with a guy, pretty known. What, what was her name? En Sergio Santos. Sergio Santos. So she was working with Sergio Santos and she was doing whatever Sergio Santos needed relation with this whole thing. And she started there and she learned there. And sí, las primeras cosas las aprendí ahí, todo lo que es el mundo del neón acá en Capital. And, y después me abrí mi propia, mi propio taller con mi socio Juan Pablo. And then... That was like the first step for, for Maria, and then she started her own business with Juan Paulo, and that's how Sur Neon started. But before that, she, she worked a lot and, and really go deep with, with, the, with the glass and, and the whole thing, because she also studied in UVA design. So I think this is like, my, my point of view is, is, is like a, a great view that expand her, her designer uh, way. Sí, además en ese taller eh, yo solo seguía órdenes y tareas, todas relacionadas al león, pero no podía aprender ni, ni dedicarme a lo que yo realmente quería. En cambio con Juan Pablo eh, empecé a tomar clases, el primero fue mi profesor, mi maestro vidriero, eh, y después nos hicimos nuestra marca y hace siete años que estamos trabajando en esto. And it was like more than she was doing homework for another people. And then she started her own work. And then she, 
she had the possibility to start with Juan Paulo, her own company, and start doing her ideas with Neon. And the ideas are are unique. Like uh, I did a little homework, but Buenos Aires is is like a lot of different districts distinguished from, you know, there's like ex extravagant theater lights, um, you know, like state buildings. There's a lot of, uh, you know, street, like neon is very well known. Um, how, how has it been like, you know, making signs, like what types of signs do you guys typically do on, I can tell there's kind of like a very artistic uh, appeal, I think, but also a lot of, you know, a lot of groups seem to support, uh, especially the, the country seems to support Neon. Am I, is that right? No, más bien, cuando me abrí mi taller, yo podía tomar todas las decisiones que quisiera y los trabajos que sí y los trabajos que no, pero como tampoco hay tanto trabajo, generalmente los agarro todos y son todos como un desafío distinto. Is it actually like um, once that she pick up uh, or she start doing neon by herself and with Juan Pablo, she's uh, telling me that she don't have a lot of work, so a lot of things is like I have to do this. And once that she start doing this work, it's going to be something to learn about it. Y además, en acá, en el mundo del león es todo muy de señores grandes y un ámbito muy familiar, legado más familiar. Eh, y a mí me interesaba darle una, una vista más postmoderna, más eh, aplicar todo el diseño que yo estudié en la facultad, mezclado con un taller. Eh, y volverlo, no sé, materializar las ideas, que no sea todo tan, tan vieja escuela, sino un poco más moderno. Hacía falta una mujer más joven en el rubro. And then she understand that actually when she start learning, uh, for example, with Sergio, she, uh, this is something that is like old school, and she understand that she wants to have a new view and to give something more like uh, unique in this like new style and her own like um, point of view. Otra forma de mostrarlo. Like a different form of show neon. Mm. And also too, I think like uh, it's an incredible skill, right? There's so many different types of, uh, of places you can learn this from, but largely it seems like neon has is, is been handed down. Are there, are there other neon shops in uh, the city? Can you repeat that, Max? Yeah. Are there other like neon uh, companies with it that are close by in the city? Like, is there a community of neon people? Hay como una comunidad, ¿no? Hay como otras personas que están haciendo también. Sí, hay otras personas, eh, pero son toda gente muy mayor. Eh, Juan Pablo y yo somos los más jóvenes y yo tengo 32 años. So Maria is telling me that actually, yes, they have other people doing this, but maybe seven, like, uh, pe not, not people, but... Uh, It's like students. small groups. Exactly. But they are the youngest ones that is doing this job in this moment. Like Maria is 32 and Juan Pablo is... 45. 45. 
So um, they are like the youngest one in Buenos Aires, at least, and maybe Argentina, right? Yes. So that's, that's the reason why Maria is trying to do something different or to broke a little bit the things that they are doing in the past. Por ejemplo, ninguna tenía redes sociales. For example, Maria is telling me that maybe for us it's funny because, yeah, okay, we are, uh, Maria is 32, but uh, nobody have like no social media, for example. They don't have Instagram or Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're not accessible. Like it, it sounds like, so you're telling me it's just kind of word of mouth, right? Like Exactly. So how does it feel to be like a female and being on social media and being so uh, open about your work? It feels kind of fresh. Do, do, are you feeling, do you get support from some of the other groups that are doing Neon? ¿Cómo se siente ser abierta y tener un, o sea, un medio social y si te sentís apoyada por otros grupos? Al principio no, al principio fue difícil porque todos creían que venía de alguna familia o que era la hija de, como, eh, al principio sentía que no pertenecía, pero después con los años me lo fueron reconociendo, no sé, distinta gente que se acercaba a hacerme notas como vos, pero para un diario local o para, o para distintas redes sociales de acá, nunca de afuera, eh, y ahí sí me empecé a sentir un poco más cómoda, y los años te dan experiencia y no sé. Well, in the beginning, it was like difficult because nobody thinks that um, she started this by herself and everybody was thinking that this become from a family, right? And then through the years, the people understand that she really take care of this and people start doing notes in newspapers and then she have this opportunity to talk uh, to you, for example. So through the years, everybody understands that the experience win, <laughs> something like that. Yeah. What, um, for people who sound like a tourist uh, as an American, but would you, are there certain neighborhoods that are more known for neon signs? Like, you know, in a, in, certain places in certain cities they have like uh, a district that is more interested in neon is there such a thing in in Buenos Aires Hay algunos distritos que sean como más importantes o gente que le dé más pelota digamos al al neón en Buenos Aires por ejemplo Y sí, como que el neón siempre es de la capi, el neón es de las capitales y quizás vendemos afuera también trabajos a provincias a Hacemos envíos a todo el país, pero el trabajo, sobre todo en León, siempre está en la gran ciudad, como es donde más se ven. The, the, the work is, is, is always in the big city. Mm -hmm. She don't have like a lot of words outside from Buenos Aires. En realidad sí, pero no tanto. Sometimes, but not, not too much. Okay. And when, you know, for, it looks like it's very, uh, I said artistic earlier, but I did notice some work from an artist. Uh, does Marie, do you know Ivan Navarro? The Navarro? Navarro. Navarro. From, it's from uh, some, the Exido project you did from the Revolver Galleria. That, the, ah, the, yes. Pero que me preguntó eso? Que, que él antes dijo, mencionó la, la palabra artístico y que si vos conocías a Iván Navarro. Ah, sí, lo conocimos el año pasado en el Museo de Arte Contemporáneo de Buenos Aires. 
Yeah, they, Ivan, Ivan is a very popular artist who uses neon. It's kind of interesting. He was there, was it like a biennial or something or? What was that, Max? I guess some of the work that I saw was at the gallery. Was it, I think it was a, uh, some sort of project room like with, uh, with Ivan. That was the artist that I, I'm familiar with the contemporary artist. So I didn't, you got, I don't know if you know him or got to work si with está, him. Si estás familiarizada, si trabajaste con él, ah, si sí. con, Iván Navarro me contactó por Revolver Galería. So uh, Iván Navarro go to, to su neón mediante Revolver Galería. From uh, mediante Galería. Revolver. Revolver Galería, I do apologize. Eh, tenía que presentar una obra en, que tenía mucha neón eh, y necesitaban a alguien en Argentina que lo produzca. And he did a lot of neón, so he needs someone to, to, do, to do that, and then you do it. Yes. Eh, estuvo bueno trabajar con Iván porque de todos los artistas con los que trabajé, eh, como que en Surneón hacemos trabajos para comisionados, para diferentes tiendas, pero también eh, algunos, para algunos artistas que quieren aplicar neón en sus obras, como Iván Navarro, y de todos los que trabajan, con todos esos artistas que trabajamos, eh, Iván fue uno de los mejores, porque, o no sé si los mejores, con el que me sentí más cómoda, porque sentí que él se manchaba las manos y que estaba tan involucrado como nosotros, sino a veces los artistas ni aparecen hasta el día de la inauguración y no se entiende bien. So it was pretty nice to work with Ivan because he was uh, like an, this kind of artist that really want to be part of the of everything and to be there. And sometimes you already have the experience to work with artists that actually just come to inauguration. Yeah, to the inauguration and just like see how everything is done, right? But Ivan, he was there. So he was there looking everything that Surneon was making and really take care of the work. So yeah, she knows Ivan and and it was one of the her nice experience working with artists. Yeah, he's uh Ivan is uh he's a Chilean artist, right? And so people that don't know, he uses a lot of light mirrors and like glowing glass tubes. <clears throat> and he's done work with like um a lot of doors like let there be neon actually new york city works with him and uh even as a, a young person developing kind of into neon and getting involved in that i had seen his work from a long time ago like um you know some of the the la you know the, the the doors that lead to nowhere is it is it difficult you know working with some he seems very um kind of advancing the field of neon in the sense that he's not afraid to try different things. Is that, is that how you felt when you worked with him? Was he open to new ideas? It seems like. Sí, se sintió muy cómodo, sobre todo la instalación, porque sus obras tienen mucho trabajo de instalación, porque si bien hay que doblar, hubo que doblar los tubos y y hacer esas palabras en, en repetición, en, hay un trabajo muy importante de instalación, y todo lo que fue conexión eléctrica y, y cables, qué sé yo, <ríe> en, él estuvo muy relajado, yo estaba más nerviosa que él, y, 
y estaba como abierto a nuevas ideas, a mí se me ocurrían poner los cables en otro lado por algo estético, y él accedió a eso sin ningún problema, no era rígido. It was pretty nice work with Ivan because he was always uh, um, nice with the new ideas. For example, uh, Maria is, is, is telling me that uh, once that you already have all the neon thing, you have to have the thing of the structure, right? Installation. Installation. How do you put the neon and how to change or how to put or how to move. And Ivan always was like in the position of trying new things and understand that the idea that Surneon brings, it was okay. Yeah, he has, uh, it seems like that's the, you know, I guess between making commercial work and um, do you, you know, with the artistic stuff kind of, it looks like, you know, Sir Neon is able, you're combining both, which is, I think, an exciting thing. Um, do you get the chance to work with artists, like local artists at all? Like in Argentina, do they come into the shop? Like in New York City, a lot of artists are very open about different materials. Um, do you know if um, people like Ar Argentinian artists have that, um, you know, kind of, I guess, thinking uh, about like supporting Neon and using that as a medium? Si tenés el soporte de artistas locales en Argentina, si hay artistas argentinos que tienen ganas de probar con materiales como el neón, si han venido a vos, si han, si han preguntado. Um, sí. En Nueva York hay, hay, hay eso, como que pasa constantemente. Sí, acá pasa. Eh, trabajamos con bastantes artistas nuevos, eh, pero no es lo que más hay. Eh, no es lo que más hay, pero, pero sí, trabajamos con varios, que ahora puedo nombrar algunos, pero eh, Nicolás Esfer, el Diana, no, Diana Guerra, eh, Diana Dowek, eh, bueno, después con Andrea Galvani, pero él es italiano, Iván Navarro, sí, hay bastantes, pero... ¿Nicolás qué? Esfer, pero, no, en verdad... Eh, lo que pasa en Argentina es que Diana Guerra y Diana Duboc, sí, estoy Bueno, si querés decir eso. Es it's not like something that happens a lot, but sometimes yes, and Maria was telling me uh, three names that I have here is Nicolás Efer and Diana Guerra and then Diana Duboc, but it's not like something that is like um, like always, it's not like Surneon has always like already like local artists uh, working or or doing neon. It's it's like difficult, right? It's like difficult to to come and um, ask. Sí, además el, o sea, hay artistas jóvenes que se acercan a nosotros, eh, pero siempre mediante una galería de por medio. Entonces hay veces que yo ni los conozco. And then she had like a young artist that come to Surneon and ask about the work, but it's always, they always have in the middle uh, some, somebody else. And in this case, they have a gallery. Yeah. It's not like, like the artist, you know, it's, maybe it's not that independent, right? Mm -hmm. Or maybe it's not that accessible, you know, maybe they exactly. don't have the, um, 
the ability to go direct and to think like that maybe, but I think it could change. I think, uh, yes, one of the projects that uh, I feel very passionate about and I love it because it combines a lot of my favorite things is like the combination between retro gaming. Like you guys have, you did some neon for uh, a retro arcade recently, <laughs> which is a lot of fun. Like how has working on a project like that um, did they come to you or like, how do you, do you guys go out and, and talk to businesses? I mean, now COVID is difficult, um, but do you get a chance to work with interesting businesses like local businesses for Neon, like, like the arcade? Si tuviste la posibilidad de trabajar para negocios como el arcade, como, sí. como es esto y que también le parece que es algo... Interesante. Sí, sí, porque lo que tiene el arcade es que es muy de los ochentas, igual que el neón, y es como dos estéticas que van de la mano. Y acá hace ya, no sé, cuatro o tres años que los arcades estallaron y volvieron a la... se pusieron de moda de vuelta, como... Primero abrió uno muy grande, al que le hicimos el neón, eh, y enseguida abrieron, no sé, cuatro más que también nos contactaron porque querían un neón similar o parecido al que ya habíamos hecho. So it was pretty nice to work for something like Arcade because it's something from the 80s and it's the same as, as Neon. So it was, it was something that it was like in the same like years, right? Yeah, in the same aesthetic. Yeah. Right. I don't know if you say aesthetic. Yeah, aesthetic. <laughs> in yep. Aesthetic yep. or style. And then it was the, the first one that opens called Sur Neon. And then they realized that it was like great and nice and that you have, I don't know if you have, but it's great that if you have Arcade, have the style with neon and then four more called Soy Neon. And it was like a, a great experience to work. Sí, después en uno de esos arcades dimos un, un workshop de un día en donde mediante otra persona que organizó la charla, eh, hicimos un mini workshop de un día eh, y llevamos un soplete con una garrafa y gente que no tenía ni idea o que nunca había tenido contacto con el neón pudo doblar su primer pieza y, y la verdad nos divertimos un montón. Sofi vino. Yes, and and then one one of um, the the first works that they do in Arcade, they have this uh, opportunity to do to do a workshop in which a lot of people come. I, I was one of the ones that go to this workshop and it was super fun because you don't have any idea of how this work, right? It's, mm -hmm. it's pretty difficult actually to, to, do, to do neon. It's something that you don't have like, you don't have any idea. And then they, they do this workshop in the arcade. A lot of people come making questions and they have the opportunity to work with the glass they have the fire there and it was like fun and and it was like nice to understand this this thing well in my case because I'm I'm 33 too yeah, like, like, yeah. It, it was like yes to, to to go back to the 80s yeah well also i mean it's in my pronouncing right that's the bar el destello right this is the place that is the arcade am i correct am i saying this right it was what? Sorry, Max. The, the name of the arcade again? Um, arcade Club Social. Arcade Club Social. Okay. This this location or this, this place is like to have uh, Arcade Social Club, right? Is Yes. 
is like having a, a workshop for people that you don't realize is like you have actual fire inside of the restaurant. I mean, you're inside of the bar. What, do you, <laughs> what a unique way. Hopefully the fire department doesn't show up, but the idea to have a workshop in another business is such a unique idea in America. It's usually inside of a, inside of a existing workshop, a neon shop, or let's say a school. But I think the idea of taking something that's so, like you said, aesthetically aligned with maybe the eighties or arcade, and then now building a workshop and exposing people to, let's say how this thing is made, even if it's an exhibition of just, you know, you know, money walking in there, turning on the fire, um, you know, putting some glass in there and, and kind of bending things around. What do you, what a great way to expose people to more neon and, and kind of just get them to think about how, you know, how it's made and not just like a, a man, uh, kind of a, a way to, um, you know, just get out there and show people, but to also allow them to see how things work because neon for, I think a long time is sort of still largely misunderstood. I think a lot of people think it's something that comes off of like a factory or something, <laughs> you know, has, how did people respond? Did they have questions or were you able to kind of see the reaction, Muddy? Um, ¿Cómo respondieron a eso? Como que, o ah, sea, Max, está, Max dice que como que le parece que es súper novedoso, increíble, Pasó que hayan estado ahí, ¿no? ¿Y cómo respondieron ellos a eso? A, Con un montón de preguntas del oficio, como que eh, me remetí a mí cuando yo no sabía nada, como la primera vez que entré a un taller, eh, preguntaban acerca de los colores, cómo se formaban, eh, en cómo se sentía doblar y le damos la chance de pasar y de que puedan eh, poner un tubo en el fuego y ver el cambio de estado, de sólido hablando, porque el vidrio se calienta mucho y cambia eh, de un estado sólido y, y por qué hay que soplar para que eso no se pegue. Como, eh, surgieron muchísimas preguntas y, y sí, fue reinteresante, porque también hace que, que la gente entienda que, que hay que apreciar la calidad y la autenticidad del arte importa, que no es algo prefabricado, hay mucho trabajo por detrás de cada cartel y es bueno saberlo. It was pretty amazing because the people have a lot of questions and they understand that it's a lot of work outside and they make questions like, for example, how did you are able to get this color or how do you work with fire and how do you have this solid material material and then you have to to blow to blow and then if you blow you're able to have this form or a lot of things and she said that uh it's very it was very nice for her because she understands the beginning of how she started in this business or in this art actually in which she was uh understanding that it was something Tenía las mismas dudas. Yeah, exactly. She had the same doubts that a lot of people have, have in this moment. Hmm. What, uh, you know, with everyone listening and like trying to, you know, kind of associate themselves with, you know, Argentina and figure out what neon is happening there. Um, what ha What's next in terms of, um, Marie, how are you feeling about, you know, the next projects that you're working on? Anything that you can give 
um, listeners a little bit of information that to find, you know, kind of what you're working on, maybe what you're excited about, um, any future, you know, kind of, uh, of things happening in, you know, right now for you guys at the shop. Si tienes algún proyecto futuro en el lugar o si quieres compartir, si tienes alguna cosa que te ah. imaginas. En sí, después de esta experiencia de del primer workshop en el arcade quería dar eh, uno más oficial porque eso fue una charla introductoria que organizó otra persona que nos invitó, pero quería hacerlo por mis medios, no sé, todos los sábados un encuentro. Pero bueno, pasó este año fue muy difícil y no fue posible hacer ningún tipo de encuentro ni de workshop porque pero había demasiado interesados y quería como lanzar eso, más enseñar y permitir que el oficio eh, trascienda a otras personas, que más gente lo aprenda, pero eh, la verdad que ahora es muy difícil también porque el neón es muy caro en Argentina. Eh, yo no sé allá qué precios manejan, pero <ríe> acá el vidrio es demasiado caro, a mí me traen todo de Italia o de Estados Unidos y lo pago súper caro, eh, más sumado a lo de la pandemia y qué sé yo, eh, se volvió casi imposible. So is um, after the first uh, workshop, she has this idea that she needs to do this more often. And she was think thinking to do it at least one Saturday uh, a week. Yes. Or, because every, everybody was so like interesting and, and it was like they, they have a lot of questions and she understands that maybe it's something that she has to, to open. Maybe because uh, we, we was uh, we were um, talking about this that is like she's maybe the youngest one that have this opportunity right to open the neon to people, and then she understands that uh, it is like very expensive. Like glass is very expensive. She have to buy everything from Italia or from United States, so it's very difficult in in Argentina in Buenos Aires. And then we have this situation this year. So in this moment is like in a pause, right? Como it's like, mm -hmm. it's, it's, she's thinking about it, but she understands that it's, it's great that a lot of people want to learn and to work and to understand how neon work to to can put more information there and then to to give this information to youngest people that can keep doing this because she really like it and it's really awesome you know the amount of attention that i i you know i see online uh you know entirely things made out of neon and and really i think neon faces obviously has always faced challenges like this um obviously COVID is unprecedented we don't know what's going to happen next but you know the revival of neon especially Marie with your um ability to you know get out there and I think it's a major win for Argentina especially for women and also just the country to you know work through some of these things you know especially when you give local businesses a chance to advertise and really capitalize on what they like to do. Um, I think I'm just really excited for your, also your social media presence online. I think it's almost entirely why we know each other right now is because you've done such an excellent job of posting videos and content 
And, um, you know, within all of that, I just want to say thank you for, for coming on the show. And, uh, and most importantly, we'll put all the links to your website and, uh, and, and IG and everything in there to, you know, just kind of help bring awareness to what's going on. But uh, any closing things you want to say, I'll let you handle that. But thank you again for, for being on, uh, on, the, on the podcast. Gracias por estar en el podcast y por tener tantas posibilidades de tener eh, los medios que tenés, los videos que tenés, como uh -huh. toda esta cuestión que hace que también él tenga la posibilidad de llegar a vos gracias al, al social media. Decirle que yo también estoy muy agradecida de que me hayan hecho la entrevista y que fue una gran idea hacerla en español para que tengan más alcance a otras personas y no solo a los que hablan inglés. <laughs> y she, she said it was a great idea. I mean, it was a great invitation first, and it was a great idea that you have the possibility to to make it in Spanish. But it's uh, and it was a great that you have the possibility to say yes to this. So a lot of people that don't speak English can have the opportunity to check the interview. Awesome! Yeah, appreciate both uh, Marie and Sophie. Uh, coming on the show, uh, Sir Neon, please check them out, um, everyone, and uh, continue to uh, also look beyond just the states. Everything is, is really exciting over across the across the seas, as you say, so and across the globe. Uh, thank you again, guys. Thank you, Max. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> bye. Hey guys, hope you enjoyed that show. If you haven't done so, please leave us a review on your podcast aggregator of choice. We have a lot of great neon guests coming up. And as always, thanks for listening.